fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening. Today is the day, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the day. The Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee is finally meeting. And for the new candidates that are just elected for the first time, they will be being they will be sworn in and hopefully removing the most disgusting chairman, the Banana Republic chairman, the chairman that is doing things for Mike Wine and Company and all the establishment, Chairman Bob Paduchik. So we hope to see a new chairman. Now we don't want to replace it with another swamp rhino, right? We do not want to replace it with another swamp rhino. And I know that some are saying, oh, Brian Williams, he's a good man. He's a good man. I understand he's calling out Frank LaRose, which I like, which I agree with. But does he talk about getting rid of the machines, ladies and gentlemen? Why do him and Frank LaRose have beef? Well, I think him and Frank LaRose have beef because... They both have very, very strong personalities. I believe they both have very strong minds. And I believe that Frank LaRose does not like to be wrong. And I can see the same thing with Brian Williams. Only I have not met Brian Williams, but he still kept Mark Paquito off the Senate stage when he was in the primary. I mean, this guy's a chairman of a party. I believe it's Summit County. And he's not allowing a Senate candidate to participate that's running in the same party as he incredible i don't want those as our chairman so we need to find somebody willing to stand up and take on the swamp and take on the establishment and i hope to see it somebody i hope to see that be somebody in the committee right not just be somebody outside bob paduchik right not even like an official bob should go back to where he came from he did come from ohio for the people wondering (laughs) Other than serving in the Ohio Republican Party, he should do something different. I think it's time for Bob to go. Who else agrees? I think multiple people who listen to the show agree. Multiple people. Bob Paduchik needs to go. And we're hoping to see that today. So this is, today is the day. We're on our way right now. Actually, we're already there and the, and the, and the thing has already happened by the time you're listening to the show. But you should see good content from me down there. Hope to interview some of the people there. I hope to interview some of the candidates, or excuse me, if there's any candidates there, we most definitely try to interview them. But some of the committee members, I want to make sure I'm getting them interviewed. And there might be some other people there, maybe former Senate candidate Mark Paquita. He, I mean, talking about showing up, he's most likely going to be there. He should be there. I don't know why he wouldn't be there. I don't believe he's missing this for the world because people like him, people like me, people like you, we want to see a better for Ohio. We want to see a better Ohio. So make sure you're, uh, you know, you're getting a hold of us and you're trying to go to this meeting. <laughs> Listen to the next episode right away and go to this meeting. It's so important. Righty. There's one thing I want to talk to you guys. You're like, what the heck's going on here, Sam? I thought we were having somebody on the show today. I know. So did I. So did I. But bad news, things change and uh, schedules get messed around. Uh, hopefully we're able to have them on the show later on. The election's very soon. We need to get this content out here. It's very important for his campaign to get on the move. I hope he's able to get on the show. We got a lot of questions to ask him. But uh, other than that, we're going to be going, going moving right along. 
We're going to be moving right along and trying to get people on the show that are running for office, whether it be writing candidates, um, lieutenant governor candidates, secretary of state candidates, U.S. Senate candidates, state rep candidates, state Senate candidates, you name it, we want them on the show. We want them on the show. All righty, first thing we're going to be talking about is the mob boss in or is he out? What's going to happen? And that's with Bob Paducic. Excuse me, I need another drink there. And then also the second thing is going to be Donald Trump obviously endorses Mike DeWine for governor of Ohio. What the heck? What the heck? We're going to get to that. And uh, um, LaRose, uh, excuse me, LaRose and Blystone. Secretary of State Frank LaRose and former gubernatorial candidate Joe Blystone. It's going to be interesting. Got a lot to talk about. Let's go ahead and jump into them here. First off, the mob boss. Bob Paducic. Is he really going to be somebody different? Is he going to change? As of right now, Ohio GOP chairman Bob Paducic is entrenching and a legal scrum over whether he should be up for re-election Friday. The Ohio Republican Party meeting, scheduled for today, looks as that it will be headed on a collision of the chairman and his followers with the conservative members of the elected of the state central committee. The two sides have their own interpretation of the Ohio law and party rules which confusingly dictate what gets covered Friday. This is interesting, people. One size obviously says, well, you can't do that. There's no election taking place. It's supposed to be the odd year. And we'll get to that too with the sections in the Ohio Revised Code or, or the bylaws of the Ohio Republican Party. The other side saying, yes, it is time for re-election. So now we're in this legal battle. Other than, you know, we have legal battles all going on in the state of Ohio, right? Or with the Ohio Republican Party. You have the lawsuit. Come on, just just um, audit the Ohio Republican Party, Bob. Get it done and over with. But no, he fights tooth and nail to not have that happen. And the lawsuits get thrown out. Now we're in another lawsuit with um, Bob Paducic arguing whether if he's allowed to be on or if he's, if he's going to be the chairman or not, because he knows if he's not going to end up being the chairman, he's probably going to have, you know, he's going to be the fall man for the ORP, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be the fall man. If it has to be, if it has to take place tomorrow, and I'm sure there'll be some things said about it, we'll make sure to try to get that on the video to get you uh, uh, get that stuff out there for you uh, wonderful souls. But um, for the people out there, it's going to be interesting because... From what I can tell, people are fired up like Sabrina Warner, Jake Warner. They're saying fire Bob. And uh, I believe they have something prepared for the Ohio Republican Party. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, uh, claiming that January 20 or 23 is when the proceeding dictates that that occurs. So that's what, that's what, that's, that's what Bob uh, is saying. January 2023 it would be his uh, re-election date. It's very interesting. Is Ohio Chairman Bob Paducic trying to unlawfully deny a vote that could replace him in the September meeting? 
This is cronyism. And this is ridiculousness. We need to call this crap out. We need to call this crap out where we see it. And it can't happen because we need to change the party and change the party for, you know, the direction the party's going. It's going in a terrible direction. It's going in a most terrible direction. We need to get rid of that and get out of it. But, uh, you know, obviously we'll be reporting whether the mob boss is out or not. So you guys will know. You guys will know. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be exciting. I, I look forward to that as much, as much as you do. So, so stay tuned. Let's go ahead and move on to Mr. President Donald Trump, El Presidente. I don't know what's going on with you, brother. I don't know what's going on with you, brother. But he endorses Mike DeWine and Lieutenant Governor John Houston. So why? Why? You have all these experts coming out and saying, well, it's a strategy, Sam. It's a strategic move. You have to understand, President Trump has, has never shown all his cards. He's the most strategic player of all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's just put the phone down for a minute. Let's get off the cue boards for a minute, okay? Let's think about reality. Let's think about reality. This is the same guy that came out and endorsed the mRNA jab. If for the people who are listening new, the mRNA vaccine, it's, it's the COVID vaccine, the thing that I'm talking about. Trying not to get banned on, banned on platforms, which it is coming. I've got emails already. So for the people out there listening to the content, stay tuned. We might need other avenues. <laughs> I bought all this sweet, nice equipment, and they might be throwing me off the tree. Here we go. But, uh, but this is a guy that endorsed the mRNA jab. And time and time again, he's done endorsement wrong, endorsement wrong, endorsement wrong, where the people are saying, what is going on? And this endorsement is not saying, okay, we have red flags with Mr. Donald Trump and what he's doing with his endorsements. If that's not red flags for you guys, I don't know what's going to happen because it seems like people can make uh, idols out of people, like, like the deep state, for instance. The deep state is, is very good with making idols for people because the people worship them. They call themselves stable geniuses, right? Like worship them. I'm not saying there's not geniuses out there, but when you constantly, constantly are calling somebody a genius, they're genius, they do no wrong moves, they're not wrong, they have all the cards, all of this, right? And then you're starting to talk about JFK Jr. being alive, and for, for God help me, if I'm wrong about that, I will never have, a, I never have a career in radio, but I believe that, you know, come on, guys. I mean, let's... That's what, we're, that's what we talk about reality. That's when we talk about reality. Uh, is that really reality? And and I when I talked about a writing candidate, I know I'm getting a little off track here, but this is the reason for the podcast. It's for us to go crazy with our minds, to just talk and have discussion. And I look forward to having more people on the show because we just got a new road mic, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be having that Saturday night special episode very soon, so stay tuned with that. That'll be in person. I hope to be having a, 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 a camera up by then so we can be able to upload our, our videos to Rumble. And you can see us here talking, which obviously I have a very good face for radio, so this is working out just fine. But it is what it is. It's what the people like. It's good to get it on Rumble. The content on Rumble is wonderful. Rumble is a great platform. Dan Bongito does a very good job investing in that. If I had a lot of money, I'd do the same. Maybe we'll think about that 
or we'll talk about that. But anyway, moving on to President Trump endorsing Mike DeWine. It is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Our backs were against the wall in the primary election with his endorsements. Him endorsing Bob Paduchik, Frank LaRose, was no different. A.G. Yost, he endorsed the whole swamp, the whole establishment swamp, but Mike DeWine in the primary. This is crazy, guys. He is splitting up the Ohio vote into threes. He's going to be, because I'm telling you, and this is, this is what a lot of people don't understand. The people that dislike Trump, that support DeWine, you know, the glory to Ukraine people, the people that are getting their booster after booster after booster, the people that are still wearing their masks, the DeWine sycophants, they are not going to vote for Donald Trump whatsoever. Whatsoever. They probably voted for Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden because they couldn't vote for Mike DeWine. But yet, Donald Trump has endorsed Mike DeWine. The people that Mike, you know, support Mike DeWine obviously don't support Donald Trump. The majority of people who support Mike DeWine don't support Donald Trump. Don't support his vision for the party. Don't support his, pol- support his policies. Obviously doesn't support his personality. And just, just doesn't support Donald Trump at all. Yet he goes out and endorses that. What does that say to Donald Trump's base? The people that stood up against the, uh, the establishment in Ohio when Donald Trump ran in 2016. What is that? What is that? That is a slap in the face. I mean, we are over here saying that Mike DeWine is a tyrant. Mike DeWine is a globalist. Mike DeWine deserves to be investigated. No more DeWine. People preached this for, 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 uh, for years. Ever since Mike DeWine took on the COVID uh, span, scandemic, screwed over millions of Americans, locked down millions of Amer- Ohioans, excuse me, locked down, you know, thousands of families, forced bars and restaurants to ultimately close while Target, Walmart, Meyer, Kroger, all of those stores got to stay open. We should never forget about this, people. We should never forget about this. I don't care. Patriots don't forget about this. George Washington would be ashamed of Mike DeWine. And there would be no statues. There would be no, oh, great job, Mike DeWine. You're helping the cause for the people of Ohio. You got to remember, the COVID scandemic was nothing but a scam. It was a complete scam on the American people. And every leader that bought into it was scamming you too. Mike DeWine bought into it. Mike DeWine absolutely knew what was going on. And also too, Mike DeWine is very close with Bill Gates. Les Wexner. I mean, are you serious? How can you support somebody like that? How? Donald Trump is slapping his face because or slapping us in the face. It's terrible. And people are just saying, well, you know, Donald Trump's exposing him. Donald Trump is exposing Mike DeWine for who he is. Is he really? Is Mike DeWine, is Donald Trump actually truly exposing these people when he endorses them? 
Because it, for the people out there, if he is, how? I don't understand how he would be exposing him. I'm going to read the statement that came from President Donald J. Trump because he endorsed uh, Mike DeWine and Governor Houston. Things are really starting to look good in Ohio for Republicans. That's not true. That is, that is not true, Donald Trump. Probably because they've seen the alternative, and the alternative is not good. That is true. That is true. I won Ohio twice. You did. And you also won Ohio by 16 or plus more points in 2020. You didn't win them by the same margin in 2016 as you did in 2020. In a landslide, and we may have to do it again. With a heated Senate race where J.D. Vance is pulling ahead of a rhino Democrat, Tim Ryan, which we're going to pause here for maybe two minutes and explain this one. If someone could please email samuelcmcguire at gmail.com and let me know what a rhino republic or a rhino Democrat is. I have never once heard of a rhino Democrat, and I don't think there is a rhino Democrat. Rhino stands for Republican in name only. A Democrat is a Democrat. I, I just don't get it. If Tim Ryan was a rhino, he would be a Republican. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry to dumb you guys with that, but this is this is where we have to start pointing out stuff because everybody's like, Trump says everything for a reason. He types everything for a reason, right? Like everything in spot. Like the, if there's anything wrong, you have to point it out. Well, maybe I'm pointing something out because that is totally dumb and that is wrong. And that is not like something not to laugh about especially when you're endorsing Mike DeWine. And I just feel like he knows that I would read this, or not me, but millions of Americans like me, and be like, dude, what the heck? But anyway, Rhino Democrat Tim Ryan, who has tied himself to me rather than Biden, yet has voted 100% for Biden, Biden's destructive economic policies, little has been said, about the race for governor. Oh, here we go. We had to start off with the Senate race, right? And talk about J.D. Vance for a little bit. Get his boost up, which I understand. You know, it's Ohio. But you're not talking about any of the other statewide candidates. Franklin Rose needs some help. Or how about Tory Maris? Uh, where we have an outstanding person running. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. Mike DeWine, who quietly, but professionally and patriotically goes about doing his job and really well, running alongside his very talented and loyal, very loyal, Lieutenant Governor John Houston. Ohio has been in strong hands with the economy roaring, especially in the four years that I was president. This great team is running against a terrible person and failed mayor, Nan Whaley, where crime rates in Dayton, under her leadership, have reached new heights. I know very well who she is, and she should send Ohio 
and she would send Ohio back to the Stone Ages with her le- under her leadership. Have reached new heights. I, I, I'm just, I was just stunned, again, reading this. Have reached new heights. I know very well who she is. And she would send up Ohio back to the Stone Ages. Mike DeWine and John Houston truly deserve my complete and total endorsement. And they have got it. And they will never let you down. There you have it, folks. I'm sure multiple Ohioans out there read this. I'm sure multiple people on the show have already read this before, obviously, you listen to my show. But talk about absurdity. Person's nuts. Nuts. Vote for Mike DeWine again. The guy literally did so much to destroy our state and destroy our will as Ohioans, and it's not cool. It's not cool and what should be called out. I'll always call it out. I don't care how much crap or how much, oh, Sam, you're not politically savvy. I don't care. Really don't. I'm just here to speak truth and call out the BS because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. But I also want to call it the good, too, because I like talking about good things. I mean, geez. Can't talk about the gloom and doom, gloom and doom all the time or the doom and gloom all the time. Alrighty, so Blystone and LaRose, let's get to it. Last thing on the show, except the wonderful verse of the day. We got to get to it. Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's go ahead. LaRose to Blystone, surrender your cash, admit you intentionally broke the law, and don't run for four years, or we refer you to criminal prosecution. That is Frank LaRose to Joe Blystone. Whoa, whoa, what's going on, people? What's going on? They're just taking shots. They're taking shots. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose gave former gubernatorial candidate Joe Blystone two choices Wednesday. One, surrender campaign funds, admit intentionally violating campaign finance laws, and don't run for office for at least four years. Two, have alleged alleged excuse me campaign violations referred to prim, uh, prosecution for criminal prosecution. Prosecutor for criminal prosecution. Excuse me. Wow. Frank LaRose is on one. After doing everything he can to get Tory Maris off the ballot so he didn't have any competition, because you all know Frank LaRose hates competition, he ran in a contested primary with John Adams. Still believe that guy should have won. John Adams, you should have won, my brother. Hope to have him on the show. He's a very going, very wonderful man, and a lot of people should know about him and know his story and just know the corruption and how we can fix some machines in the state of Ohio. It's very important. Let's go ahead and get down to this election, this Frank LaRose matter, right? This is Frank LaRose and Blystone. This is good stuff. Remember that video I have of them, right? I mean, this goes back. This goes back. This this rival goes back sometime, sometime. And I'll always make sure that, uh, I mean, I'm always, I'm always a forgiver. I'm a lover too, you know? I'm a lover and a forgiver. And I would love Frank LaRose. I would forgive Frank LaRose if he spoke to me. But it seems like every time he sees me in public, he walks away as fast as he can. He just turns his head. And he doesn't want to speak with me. But I hope to see him at the meeting today that we're all, uh, you know, supposed to be attending. And uh, maybe get him an interview. Quick question. Why do we sell machines in the great state of Ohio? And how do we get rid of them? Let's see what Frank answers. Probably nothing good or nothing I want to hear. But it's always good to, you know, be a reporter. But the matter stems from a referral made by LaRose to the Ohio Election Commission 
in late July claiming Blystone and his campaign improperly reported campaign contributions and expenditures and broke 13 Ohio campaign finance laws in the process. Whoa, that's a lot. The two-page ultimatum written by LaRose, LaRose's campaign lawyers, Brian Katz, lists the specific terms Blystone must follow to avoid criminal referral. Blystone acknowledged his campaign intentionally failed to track and report contributions. Blystone must hand over all remaining campaign funds, net of owed debts to the election commission, and Blystone must agree to not seek public office in the state of Ohio for a period of at least four years. So people just listen up real quick. This sounds like Chinese communist China. There was a mistake made, and Blystone has already admitted to those mistakes, Blystone has made out a statement, and please go to his page, Blystone for Ohio, or Joe Blystone, uh, it, it's just there. Go to it. Go to my social media. We posted the statement out there from the Blystone campaign. I won't read that because that is a quite long one, and it's kind of hard to read, but you got to zoom in your phone, and maybe I need glasses, but you got to zoom in your phone, read it. It's a very, very, very good statement, and it kind of explains Blystone's side of the story. Blystone needs a site as well. I wish the Ohio Press Network would write about Blystone's statement. It's very important that people understand that he put a statement out there. He's still in the game. I believe so. So what are we going to do? If Blystone declines to accept this first offer given by the secretary, then considering the precedent and the nature of the violations committed in this manner, LaRose will ask the commission to refer the evidence to prosecution. So they're going to try to go after Joe Blystone. And what people need to understand, Joe Blystone has already acknowledged the mistakes were made, but they want him to acknowledge that his campaign intentionally failed to report contributions. That will ruin his credibility as a person, might even destroy his business. Might even destroy his business. Frank LaRose doesn't care. He's going for the throat as we all knew he would. But the good thing about Joe Blystone is he has a good old boy and he's not going to back down from a fight. And I hope the people around him stay close to him and stay uh, you know, together with him because Joe Blystone made history whether you like it or not. We had the greatest, biggest, largest, excuse me for my wording, I'm crazy sometimes, but... We had some awesome people in that campaign. It was the largest grassroots campaign ever in the state of Ohio. And can you imagine what Joe Blystone could do in four years from now with the networking? Frank LaRose need to make sure that comes to a stop because Frank LaRose has other ideas for his political adventure. Frank LaRose needs to win a governor's seat. We all know that Frank LaRose wants to be the governor. The establishment wants him to be the governor. He is the perfect John Kasich. He is the perfect Mike DeWine. He is the Mike DeWine. We need a freedom-loving governor. We need a governor like Ron DeSantis, but even better. We can go better than Ron DeSantis. But this is where we're at. We're at witch hunts. Witch hunts. We're at, you know, it's crazy. I, I want to bring people on the show that are in the Renacy camp that believe that Joe Blystone is a fraud. And there's one boy by the name of Jacob Natanave. I believe I'm saying that name right. Jacob, if I'm saying the name wrong, I'm very sorry. But he's a good man. But he's a man that uh, he's had some encounters with Joe Blystone before. And the thing is, we need to have discussions. I would love to have an end of studios discussion. I believe it would be better content. But 
you know, we'll do what we can to get them on the show. Uh, every time I say, Hey, this person's coming on the show, it seems like schedules change and we get messed up. So I need to stop saying that ladies and gentlemen, but we're doing the best that we can. I want you all to know that we're working very hard and I appreciate all the support and all the lovely emails, but Blystone is in a predicament here. And when the Ohio Press Network reached out, I want to read this real quick. When the Ohio Press Network reached out, the Ohio Press Network called Joshua Brown, which is Joe Blystone's attorney for this uh, situation. And he did not answer the call or respond to voicemail messages. Joe Blystone has failed to respond to a text inquiry. The letter demands that Blystone agree to the terms prior of the start of the Ohio Election Commission parliamentary review schedule to take place as part of September 8th. Commission meeting begins at 10 a.m. So we're going to find out what's going on. We are going to find out what's going on very soon. And like I said, go after that statement. That statement from Joe Blystone is very good. It's very informative. It'll tell you a lot what's going on. And I believe that the people of Ohio need to understand what's going on because they're trying to do everything they can to shut down people who are running for governor for the first time. And we need to make sure we call it out and don't let it happen to other people. We can't let it happen to other people. But all right, I hope you're having an amazing Friday. I can't wait for Friday night football. That's something I will be going back as well to. I'll be in Columbus in the morning. And going all the way back for Friday Night Football with my brother Weston. He's playing at home. So if you can, make sure you make out if you're make it out. If you're uh, in the area, come to the uh, tailgate party right next to the school Spirit Rock. Right there in the south parking lot entrance. He'll see us. The flags will be flying. Uh, we have uh, the spirit going here in Ayersville. We're trying to, uh, you know, get that, get that spirit back. Get the community, uh, you know, hanging around and, you know, being with each other and not wearing face diapers and, uh, not standing six feet apart, hugging, laughing, having fun. We got to bring that mentality back to our great country because it's so important, right? I mean, that's what makes us human. And uh, if you're not able to take that in, do that for the people, then geez, guys, you got to find your soul. You don't have to find it, but you just have to find Jesus first off. Just find Jesus. Uh, and don't get too crazy and just have some fun. And uh, make sure you're living for for each other and just for humanity. And I know people say like, well, you know, you know, lost childs will tell you to get a vaccine for humanity. Well, that's true, but you have to understand when people are lying to you and when people aren't, right? If I'm telling you to go do something good for humanity, as in, you know, if, if you see trash, pick it up, you get the point. Uh, it's very important. It's very important. We all got to do our part. We all going to do it. All righty, the verse of the day. Let's go ahead and jump into that. It's so important. We bring Jesus Christ onto the show. I love it. I love it. This comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 25. I will give rest and strength to those who are weak and tired. Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 25. That comes from the book of Jeremiah. So important to give, uh, give God everything you got. Come to him whenever. Dark times happening, not in the right place, or maybe something happened at work, or maybe something's going wrong in your marriage relationship. It's good to conversate 
with him, bend his ear a little bit. Uh, get God to know that you are uh, seeking him and you're using him because that's what he's there for. He's a tool. You need to use it, but don't abuse it. Just like everything else in this great world that he's given us, it's so important that we know that he loves us and he died for our sins and he died for all of your sins. So all the people out there, if you don't know Jesus Christ, try to get to know him. Look up the verse John three sixteen, and just start reading from there. You know, start in the book of Genesis. Read from there. Start anywhere. Just read. You'll learn. There's so much to learn. There's so much that I need to learn in life and the Bible in general. And uh, that's the mindset you need to keep. Make sure you know that you can never stop learning. And it's so important that you keep that mentality because if you don't, you're going to fall into a dark hole to where you think you know everything. And obviously that's not good. But sorry for my little gibberish rant here. I just want to make sure everybody's having a great Friday too. Um, I, I really appreciate doing these things. I wish I could do them every single day. I wish I could do them every single day, maybe twice a day. But the thing is, uh, that involves money and that's something other network hasn't, you know, got to yet, but our viewership is growing. Our base is growing. We're doing a very good job of putting the content out there. We want to keep giving you this great content and, uh, moving our conservative, uh, uh, momentum and movement forward. It's so important. It's for the future of our children. And if anybody wants to run for office and needs a platform to speak on, I want to make sure that I'm giving them a platform to speak on because so many people that I know didn't give other candidates platforms to speak on. So I also want to be, you know, that type of model for the future of our, of our future generation of the kids wanting to get in politics, et cetera. You don't have to be, Oh, I'm going to go and jump into a, you know, be a, be a, a field director for the Ohio Republican party. No, you can start your own podcast. Might go somewhere. Might not. But the main thing is you need to try and be real. You know, don't be fake. There's so many fake people out there. I can tell you right now. But all right, everybody have an amazing Friday. You're going to get a lot of coverage from me. Some videos or some videos and TikToks and all of that fun stuff about asking people questions and, and all of that. So be prepared for that. That'll be a lot of fun. And thank you so much for listening. And uh, make sure you all have a great Friday. I look forward to bringing you all news content or more all news content interviews and talk shows excuse me please check out the website redfutureradio.com if you haven't already check out our new uh, telegram channel the samuel mcguire show uh please subscribe to it share that to other channels would surely love that my social media is at samuel c mcguire we have facebook twitter true social instagram getter parlor telegram and tiktok my email samuel c mcguire at gmail.com god bless every single one of you take care have a wonderful wonderful weekend i'll see you monday Bye-bye. This is The Samuel Maguire Show on Red Future Radio.